As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My next guest is an amazing person. Been knowing her since my L.A. days, way back in 2000. And she's one of the premier management and production companies for family and faith-inspired content. Check this out. Her current production slate is certainly impressive. With two shows on air, The Next Big Thing, BET, and Love and Listen, VH1, two Lifetime movies, Victoria Gotti, My Father's Daughter, February, which was this, this year, and The Clark Sisters, which I interviewed, and she says early 2020, caught a keen eye for must-see TV program, has even has seven major networks anteing up. Okay, now, first of all, Rashawn does not have one show on TV. They clamoring for her abilities. Please welcome good friend, long time. Been so long since I've talked to her because she has one of the best laughs in Hollywood. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, producer extraordinaire, Holly Carter. Hi. Hey, big timer. How you doing? <laughs> big time. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm blessed. Okay, let's put the bless with the faith and all this, but I'm mentioning all this stuff. This has to be... Uh, you know, here's a, I was at, I was at NBC uni and, um, and, um, I mentioned your name and they just gushed with, with compliments about how professional you are, that you are a creative, uh, genius, that you are a producer extraordinaire. And, um, it just, it's just watching you, uh, grow your brand. Tell us about, what is your brand, Ms. Carter? Um, you know what? First of all, that's so awesome. It's awesome to know that, you know, your reputation is speaking for you. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot to me. Um, but, um, you know, my brand is redemptive, provocative, informative, entertaining, and aspirational content. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I love. That's what represents my faith, you know, my way of life, mm-hmm. um, what I believe in. Now, and what, now I'm going to ask this question then, because you ended with it. What do you believe in? 
in terms of my faith. Well, you say you say your aspiration, your faith, and what you believe in. That that was a lead off into something else besides. Is it is it all tied to faith? Is it believed in the storytelling that you want to tell, or is it the people you want to have a relationship with when you're producing these type of shows? What is that all tied to? I guess I apologize for that confusing question, but that's what I'm, I'm extending it beyond where you ended it because it's all about relationships, correct? Got it. Yeah. I believe in relationships that, you know, that God allows us to create, cultivate, maintain, um, because, you know, relationships are key. And, um, you know, some relationships are seasonal, reasonal, and then there's some for a lifetime. And, you know, I thank God for the wisdom to know the difference in the, th- in the three. Right. Seasonal, reasonable, and, le- and for a lifetime. There you go. On point. Just trying to educate my audience to understand how you are deriving your concept. Because people approach me all the time with creative ideas. Uh, I, I, I can make a lot of money with this, Rashawn. Okay, I got it. But what, what's the basis of it? What's, what, what's the plan? Uh, uh, who, what talents attached to this? And so one of the things that I always enjoyed doing was the Merge Summit. Are you still doing the Merge Summits? Oh, yes. We're going into year 11 next year. Um, that, you know, that is an extension of my purpose in Hollywood, mm-hmm. to merge the sacred and the secular, bring opportunity and platforms to other believers who are creative mm-hmm. and, you know, and want to impact culture through entertainment. And so Merge is a very, very big part of what I do and what I represent, and it'll be a part of my legacy. Now, if we started traveling, I mean, I used to always go to L.A., and then I saw it on the East Coast. Is it, is it still based on the, in L.A., or is it traveling from different to different cities? Well, we are one year on in L.A. for the mm. three-day event, mm-hmm. and then the next year we travel. Um, you know, so we are, you know, it's a national event now, but each, every other year we're in a different market. Okay, so... 2019, what market was it in? This is the Merge Summit we're talking about. Uh, it's annually a complete weekend of education, empowerment, and entertainment. Uh, I used to always attend it in Los Angeles. Now it's on the road. So what what market was it in in 2020, 2019, the Merge Summit? Well, this was the year that it toured. And so we were at Essence in July. So we curated um, three major conversations Um in July at Essence Festival, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay, cool. So now, in 2020, will it be back in L.A.? Back in L.A. Okay, cool. Three days. Mm-hmm. Three days. Uh, and so, with that being said, when does it? When do you start promoting that? Is it promoted at the top of the year? How do you do that? We will send out kind of a save the date by October okay. uh, of this year mm-hmm. uh, for next year. And it's uh, the last week in August next year. Okay, cool. Uh, let me know so I can support you through my social media. I have 230,000 fan club members. I'd love to put that in my, in my monthly newsletter and uh, promote your brand from the Merge Summit, okay? We, we, I will certainly let you know. Thank you so much, Rashawn. I appreciate that. Okay, cool. Let's talk about what. Let's talk about how did you come up with uh, creative ideas? Let's talk about Let me dive into your head of Ms. Carter because your, your platforms are, are faith-based. Uh, how do you how do you how do you sit around and just think of an idea? Uh, do you make a phone call? Do you do you have a, a staff that you pitch to? How does the evolution of creativity happen in your world? 
Um, you know, it's a mixture of, of several things. Sometimes people bring me ideas. Mm-hmm. Other times I curate them based on something that I want to do. Um, and then and then there are times when the team will generate an idea. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely um, varies. Like the show that's on NBC, I'm sorry, the show that's on um, BET called The Next Big Thing. Right. Um, that idea was brought to me and I developed it. I brought in the team, we developed it, I sold it, and that's how it got on the air. It was kind of a, a germ of the idea, and we ended up kind of refurbishing, kind of repackaging and redeveloping it uh, to what it is now. The idea that's on VH1, it was just literally based on my relationship with one of the stars of the show. It was his con- you know, it was his business. And I thought this would really make a good television show. Let's let's do this, and that's how that happened. That's love and listings, right? Yes, that's love that's and a, listings. Uh, that's on VH1, and then we're talking about the next big thing. This is on that's on BET, and the, the judges uh, you have Damon Dash on there, Tina Davis, and there's twelve up and coming R&B and hip hop artists. Uh, through this base, you say it's grueling development, so I'm assuming that. You start with 12 and you end with one? That's how it works on the next big thing? Yes, uh-huh. Okay. There's, there's one winner that's crowned the next big thing. And then after that, then after that, you move on. So I'm assuming that in your office somewhere in Hollywood, there's just a there's just this giant pitch room, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, we have what's called a, develop, a development uh, time. Mm-hmm. And during that development time, we talk about new ideas, things that have been pitched. People bring up um, ideas, and and then we also, you know, continue the development of current projects that are on our slate. Cool. I'm talking to Holly Carter, an amazing um, TV producer, uh, management manager of talent, um, relationships. That's the key when you keep hearing her talk about, uh, first of all, she has strong faith, but she understands the value of relationship. We'll be back with more money-making conversations with Holly Carter. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. I'm talking to a, a dear friend, um, Hollywood. It's interesting about when you when you go on a journey of life. You know, you have ups and downs, and you try to figure you figure out your path. Because sometimes you think your path is headed in one direction. You think you have the relationship that's going to carry you to the end, and all of a sudden, throw a big curve. What happens when that curve is thrown your way? What happens when you didn't see it coming? How do you plan for that? How do you avoid that? How do you, and I, I say the way you avoid that is by having multiple streams of income. So if somebody tells you they don't like the way you get up that day, then you can tell them, no worries, I'm good. And so I always tell people multiple streams of income is the key to be able to have some form of control in your life. So you constantly have to produce. You constantly have to be creative. You constantly have to say that I'm not done. You can't rely on the same joke, joke or the same trick move to get you out there. Otherwise, they'll stop coming to you because they say, oh, she does that type of production. Oh, she does that. My guest, Holly Carter, is that versatile person that I'm talking about. You look at her slate of programming and it's all different. Miss Carter, how do you accomplish that task of being so unique, being so versatile? Well, in this day and age, you, you have to be versatile. You can't just do one thing and you, you, know, you never know where you're going to find the light. Um, when you look at Love and Listening and Next Big Thing, uh, they are both a little different from 
what I've done in the past, from the Preacher's Franchise to the Shears to um, Fix My Choir. Those things, you know, they're, they're very different. They're young, they're millennial, they're a little more edgy. But at the end of the day, there's still redemptive opportunity um, in all of, in, you know, in both shows. And, and that's, you know, that's a part of my brand. But you, but you have to be versatile. Now, that doesn't mean you've got to do everything. I just, I do believe, though, you have to be versatile in order to keep up with culture. And I'm very centered on pop culture and how I want to make a difference there. What are you, what are you most proud of that, you've, that you're doing currently or you have done? Um, you know what? I would say I'm really proud of the Clark Sisters movie mm-hmm. because it took me almost 15 years to bring that to pass. Mm. And because what it represents to the black church, black church culture, because, this, you know, this family is iconic. Mm-hmm. And to be able to bring this to the forefront, to the light, has been a big, big blessing for me. I mean, I'm proud of all of my shows. I'm, I'm excited about everything I'm working on. But because that took so long, um, and because what I know it means to the black church culture, Mm-hmm. It makes me extra proud. Mm-hmm. When you say that, when you the the black choke church culture, the the faith culture, that's that that would I would I be wrong in saying that puts additional pressure on the stories and how you tell it, because you're dealing with brands that uh that that you you can't play with their brands. This is the church. This is their it's tied to a faith that they have that they've cultivated over the years. Does that put extra pressure on how you produce their products? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because, you, you know, it's like serving multiple masters. you got to serve the family, you've got to serve the, the network, and you've got to serve the audience. So it's pressure, all right. And that's why I was looking at the, reading the, the, just the byline about your company, multifaceted entertainment company specializing in talent partnerships, brand development, and television film production. The thing I, thing I lean on is that talent partnership. What exactly does that mean when you say that? I, I have a sense of what that is. I just want you to just detail it a little bit more to my audience. Talent partnership, because that's what we just talked about when you're dealing with people who are, have strong value branded relationships and you can't mess with it. You can't play it. You can't fudge it. You can't go Hollywood on it because guess what? They have to go back out into that culture and extend their careers to the next level. Right. Well, it literally means, you know, partnering with the talent to move an idea forward, a book forward, a brand concept forward, mm-hmm. whatever is mm-hmm. on their heart that they are passionate about, you know, and we partner, we come together, then that, that my job is to uh, figure out the right platform, the right partnership for it to move the idea forward. The thing about it that, you know, I asked you that question, Rashawn, what, what are you most proud of? And when I think of Holly... I think of the years I've known you. The thing that I always loved about you was the Merge Summit. I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, when I did those, I uh, it, it was so many people who were there just wanted information on how to win, how to learn, or how to how can I not make the same mistake over and over again? And it was and it was it, you know because she get mad at me because you know you, you you come there you're not supposed to use any you know salty words. And I would use them periodically. It was just like my mom on the side, Rashawn. You know where you at, Rashawn. You can't say that. And 
and it, it, it was it was it was it was always it was always fun for me to participate because of the fact that it was about paying it forward, and that really is something I feel from a from a a person who looks afar. You are changing the game. You're you're blessing people. You're opening doors. And do you see it the same way I'm seeing it? Because of the fact that I know you started, and sometimes you can be so deep in it and just producing it every year. Now you're putting it on the road, which means there's even more complexities to that being produced. You took it to Essence this year. I've seen it in Baltimore. You know, every other year's back in Los Angeles, where it originated from. Am I am I saying too much, or are you saying, Rashawn, you're dead on? With what, you, with, with what you're trying to achieve with the Merge Summit. No, you're dead on. I mean, that's uh, when you go back and you ask what are you most proud of, you know, from a project standpoint, I'm proud of all my projects. What makes the Clark Sister special is what I said. When you talk about uh, my endeavors or my ventures or those legacy moments, I think I'm really proud of the Merge because, uh, that, to your point, what it represents, what it does for other believers, what it does for other creative people. Um, the fact that next year we'll be launching uh, MCEP, which is Merge Extension Program, which will be mm. a accredited um, uh, uh, extension college uh, program for those who want to take the Merge further. It's, it's a nine-month program. So that's an extension of Merge. And it's, a, it's another opportunity to give access, give platform, give opportunity. So I am super proud of what Merge has accomplished, and I'm looking for 2020 to be even bigger. I want to continue to provide opportunity, continue to, to connect the dots for people that really have a heart uh, for entertainment. Well, when you say bigger, just being nosy, what do you say when you say you want to be bigger? Was it a bigger facility, a bigger, more attendance, uh bigger talent to participate? What do you mean when you say bigger? Bigger everything. I, I, want, <laughs> I, need, bigger, <laughs> I need bigger partners to make it bigger. Mm-hmm. I want uh, more people to experience the opportunity, mm-hmm. and I want to create a bigger and better experience for them. Uh, I really do. I, I need 2020. Mm-hmm. to be vision-oriented, exactly what it says, 2020 vision. Awesome. Let's talk about this project, live-action feature film for Fox Family based on your father's life and development called Music to My Ears. Talk about that. Well, it's really based on my dad's uh, life work, what he did with the homeless community, the homeless and underprivileged, mm. and how he used music and um, outreach to help change their lives. And so Devon Franklin and I are doing this together at Fox Family. Uh, We are now at the stages of a new script, and uh, hopefully we will land this plane by the end of the year and be ready to go into production next year. And what it, what it, now is is, is it going to be a time period piece? Is it going to be set in current time? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's really a, a sister act. Need things, <laughs> yeah, with with angels, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's, it's 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 a it's part um, live action, and the other part is CGI, and pretty much the CGI piece are are the angels, but it's it's definitely it's definitely like Sister Act 
with angels, uh, and a lot of it takes place in heaven. So it's so it's wow. such a fun story. That's cool. Now let me ask you: Are you when I met you, you were managing talent? Are you managing talent with your agency now, or that's something that you just doing partnerships? No, I only do talent partnerships. My focus is, is strictly on talent partnerships, and and I will I will manage the projects that I, I partner right. with talent. But that's traditional. Day to day management. No, I no longer do that. No, sir. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, my my friend, I'm so happy you took the time to come on the show and share your your blessings and also share your vision. And uh, believe me, when I said when I spoke your name, the compliments roared from Rockefeller. They roared out and they would not. Um, they didn't slow down. So keep doing what you're doing and uh, keep winning. And I appreciate you coming on Money Making Conversations. So awesome. Thank you so much, Rashawn.